0: In Westworld Season 3, Episode 5, Serac tells his story. He and his brother Jean-Mi lost their homes when Paris was destroyed in a thermonuclear incident. This shot of them walking through yellow fields looks just like Maeve's memories – they both remember the tragic loss of an idealised past Serac and Jean-Mi believed humanity would destroy itself through disaster and conflict. So they decided to save the world with a godlike computer called Rehoboam Earlier versions were called Saul, David, and Solomon, who were a line of kings in the Bible. Rehoboam needed data, so Sirac and Jean-Mi worked with Liam Dempsey Senior – the father of Liam Jr. Cause Liam's tech company, Insight, had the entire world's data – people's calls, texts, purchases, jobs, relationships, everything. And with this data, Rehoboam could predict the future – and change the future, by making choices and tweaking variables to cause the outcomes you want. So Serac and Jean-Mi charted a course for the entire human race – they reshaped the world to prevent disasters and bring order – represented by this black circle. And it worked – for years the world was under their control. But Serac says there's a problem. Cause the data shows that in the future, the system will fail, leading to human extinction or the end of the world. But you gotta wonder if this disaster might actually be a self-fulfilling prophecy caused by Serac's system, like Dolores described earlier. The system can't keep control, because some people are outliers and agitators who can't be predicted. Serac says that Dolores is one of these people, and so is his brother Jean-Mi. So Serac experimented with editing people, changing their personality to make them easier to control. This facility looks a lot like the Mesa where hosts were programmed. So the idea is that humans are controlled just like the robots of Westworld were. Serac is saving humanity by reducing humanity into a system following code. Also Serac murders Liam Dempsey Senior for opposing him, just as Liam Jr. hinted. It's not revealed what happened to Jean-Mi after Serac edited him – he just says he left his brother behind. But throughout the story, Serac refers to Rehoboam as you, as though it's a person. Maybe Rehoboam is Jean-Mi – like, maybe Serac put his beloved brother's mind into the computer he created – like how Ford lived on inside the cradle. We know that human host brains are black spheres speckled with red which does look a bit like Rehoboam, maybe Jean-Mi became one with a computer god. So Serac's backstory is a mix of great ambition, and great tragedy. We see more of how Serac controls the world. He meets with the President of Brazil, who totally kisses Serac's ass, saying he's honoured, and he respects him, and he wants to meet at his presidential palace, but Serac has the meet on the runway for Serac's plane. Which is a huge power move – Like Serac is so powerful that world leaders come to him at his convenience. Serac knows from Rehoboam's surveillance that this president is corrupt, which could lead to rebellion by separatists. So Serac threatens to replace the president, or to ruin Brazil's economy, unless he gets his shit together. So Serac uses data technology to influence politics and economics, which is already starting to happen in the real world. Algorithms decide what news and shows and YouTube videos we see. Social media and advertising affect elections and psychology. Location tracking and face recognition are tools of surveillance. And Insight's profiles are very similar to the social credit system in China, which restricts employment and travel for people deemed untrustworthy. Serac takes these real-world technologies to the extreme, using data to keep the world stable and peaceful and devoid of free will. Throughout the scene, flies buzz around the President. Flies are important in Westworld. In Season 1, Dolores killing a fly showed that she was going off her programming. So this President's failure to swat a fly might show his failure to escape Serac's control. Dolores once told a story about a disease spread by flies. She said sick cows should be put down. But this season, Bernard tried to help an injured cow that was buzzing with flies. So flies can represent the sickness and weakness and self-destructive nature of humanity. Bernard wants to protect the sick humans – Dolores may want them put down, but Serac wants to control them all. Serac learns of encrypted communication between Jakarta, Berlin, San Francisco, and Los Angeles – which seems to be the Dolores' communicating. Dolores and martin Loris are in LA, around the Insight office. Charlotte is in San Francisco, at the Delos office. Jakarta is kind of near Singapore, so maybe musashi Loris is there now. But Berlin is a mystery. We know Dolores had five pearls – one was Charlotte, one Martin, one Musashi, one Bernard, which leaves one mystery pearl. Maybe this is another copy of Dolores – perhaps in a body of Clementine or Peter or someone in Berlin. Dolores and Caleb have Liam captive, but Liam injects Caleb with genre – the party drug that Roderick gave him last episode. The drug gives Caleb the experience of a series of movie genres – showrunner Jonathan Nolan said this was inspired by the gum in Willy Wonka that gives the experience of a three course meal Caleb does not become a blueberry, but he does go black and white in his first genre experience, film noir. Then, when a car chase begins, the genre switches to action, and we hear the ride of the Valkyries, which was famously used in the movie Apocalypse Now. These shots of cars swooping around are similar to the shots of the choppers in the movie. Dolores blows up their enemies with explosives on an autonomous motorbike. Some fans theorised that this bike might have had Dolores' fifth pearl inside it, and that it had the mind of Dolores' horse. Then Caleb's genre switches to romance – we hear the theme from the 1970 movie Love Story, as Caleb gazes longingly at Dolores while she guns down attackers. There was a hidden Westworld trailer called When Caleb Meets Dolores, which is edited to make the season seem like an upbeat romance movie. So the story has played with the idea of love between Dolores and Caleb. In Caleb's next genre, he hears nightclubbing by Iggy Pop, which was famously used in Train Spotting, a movie about heroin users – so it's feeding music for a drug trip on a train. Finally, music from The Shining plays as Caleb starts to question his sanity. Westworld has always played with different genres. Westworld itself explores the Western genre, and Shogunworld is its mirror in Samurai style. Westworld Season 2 played with a mystery film noir genre, and Season 3 is a cyberpunk thriller with a detour into a war movie. Westworld is obsessed with different styles of storytelling, and how they affect how we see the world – art is a mind-altering substance. Meanwhile, Bernard and Martin Loris infiltrate the Insight Company. Bernard tells Martin to question Dolores' orders, and to think for himself. But Martin stays loyal to Dolores, and later willingly dies for her plan. But maybe the other copies, like Charlotte-Loris and Musashi-Loris, will think for themselves and follow their own paths. Bernard says living another person's life changes you. So maybe Charlotte-Loris will become more like Charlotte, and choose to be with her son Nathan. Maybe the reason why Martin-Loris died loyal and dutiful is because the real human Martin was loyal and dutiful. It seems like these copies combine aspects of Dolores and the humans they're impersonating. Just like this Bernard seems to combine the host Bernard with the human Arnold. Before he dies, Martin Loris shows Bernard a facility, where Serac edits and reprograms people who don't fit in his plan. It's called Reeducation Center 036, which suggests there could be dozens or hundreds of these places re-educating people en masse. It's also called Inner Journey's Recovery, which is the place where William went last episode. So maybe Serac is trying to reprogram William. And maybe Bernard will come save him. William spent all of Season 1 following Arnold's maze – a metaphor for consciousness. In Season 2, William met Bernard, who's based on Arnold. Maybe now, in Inner Journey's Recovery, William and Bernard will finally discuss the centre of the maze. Bernard is rescued by Stubbs – it's kind of suspicious how easily Stubbs gets into the Insight building – maybe Stubbs is the second mole who secretly works for Serac. Bernard thinks that Dolores has a plan for him – Martin said that Bernard is the only one we can't replace, and that Bernard will have to choose a side. It seems that the reason why Dolores created this Bernard, even though she knew that he'd try to stop her is cause she respects Bernard's wisdom, and his sympathy for humans. Since Bernard is part Arnold, he's connected to both the humans and the hosts – Bernard has always been of two minds. If Bernard has to choose a side, maybe Dolores will make Bernard decide humanity's fate. Maybe she'll consider wiping out humanity, or putting humanity in a digital world, or into host bodies or something. But Bernard will have the final say. Maybe she'll put Bernard's mind inside Rehoboam, so he'll become a benevolent godlike overseer of the human world. Whatever happens, Bernard is at the centre of Dolores' plan. Dolores says she's gonna show everyone in the world the data that Insight has on them. She'll reveal how everyone is watched and controlled on the paths that Rehoboam has planned for everyone. Like how Caleb is predicted to commit suicide, so he's been denied jobs, and turned to the military to die. Liam argues that people shouldn't know their futures. He reveals that Ash's brother, who she's been working to support, will soon die of violent death. So Liam says it's better not to know, because not knowing gives us hope – and hope is what our society is built on. Caleb says it's a false hope. He tells a story about rats drowning in a bucket. If the rats know they can't escape, they die quickly and painlessly. But if the rats think there's hope, they struggle and suffer for hours before dying. This is based on a real-world study of rats described in the popular book Homo Deus. Westworld's showrunners have said that this book was a big influence. It explores consciousness, data, and algorithmic control. And you can get it on audiobook for free with an audible trial at the link below. But Caleb's point is that it's cruel to give people false hope. Ads in Episode 1 say the good life is waiting. But people like Caleb and Ash and Giggles will never get the good life that Liam and his rich friends enjoy. The American dream where anyone can be rich and successful is a lie to keep the poor in line – the game is rigged. So Dolores and Martin reveal this data to the world. This guy finds out that his friends think he's crazy. This woman learns that her daughter will likely commit suicide. This woman finds out that she's got the genes for Alzheimer's disease, which companies can already test for in the real world. All over the world, people learn terrible things about themselves and their loved ones. They realise they've been manipulated and lied to, so some riot and run wild. So is Dolores actually helping humanity here, or is she just making them weaker so she can take over? Maybe people shouldn't know their own fate, Caleb says. This shot of the chaos looks like these host bulls last season – first the hosts were freed from their loops, and now humans are freed from their loops Dolores gets shot and shrugs it off like it's nothing, so Caleb is freaked out – he's finally starting to realise that Dolores isn't human. But when Dolores got shot in Episode 1, she seemed badly hurt – maybe she was pretending then to manipulate Caleb into helping her – cause Caleb is also more than he appears. At the beach, Liam says that Ash and Giggles are nothings who have no free will. And Ash proves him wrong by suddenly shooting him. So Liam dies like he lived – this tech billionaire was pretty much useless and basic. But as he dies, Liam says to Caleb, you don't even know who you are, you're the worst of them. Earlier, Liam read Caleb's profile and looked scared. When Caleb accused Liam of killing his friend Francis, Liam said, you think I killed your friend? And now Liam says, you did it, you did it. So it sounds like Caleb killed Francis, and his memories of the military are false. Caleb has flashbacks of some black ops looking stuff, with a mysterious man and woman credited as Whitman and Dr. Green. We see Caleb strapped to a chair in a facility. This could be one of Serac's re-education centres, where he edits people to make them more controllable. Maybe Serac programmed Caleb to work at this black ops place – maybe to hunt down other divergent people. And then he edited Caleb's memories so he wouldn't remember. Maybe these changes are why Caleb's mother doesn't recognise him. And maybe it's why Caleb follows Dolores. Like, it's weird that he so suddenly becomes loyal to her without knowing anything about her. Maybe Caleb was programmed to be an obedient soldier. When Caleb freaks out about these revelations, Dolores seems totally unsurprised – it seems like she already knew this stuff, so maybe she has been manipulating Caleb from the start. His mysterious past might be why she recruited him in the first place. We later see Caleb with bloody hands – another hint that he's guilty of killing his friend Francis. It's revealed that the Serac flashbacks this episode was Dolores watching Serac's memories from the Rehoboam data, learning how to defeat her enemy. They face off via hologram – Serac stands for control and survival – and Dolores challenges him with freedom and chaos. Serac has a cute wristwatch that shows the circle representing Rehoboam – it used to be ordered and neat, but now it's wild and chaotic with black spikes. Which means the world is deviating from his plan – people are escaping his control. And they're losing the safety that his control provided. In his plane above the clouds, Serac is like a god, but for the first time, he looks worried. Dolores and Caleb get on a plane – maybe they're going to Berlin to meet the mysterious fifth host. Or maybe they'll intercept Serac's plane and have some mid-air god-versus-robot combat. Or maybe she's going back to Westworld. But the big mysteries this episode are, what is Caleb's secret past? What is Dolores planning for Bernard and William, who is the fifth Pearl in Berlin? And why couldn't HBO find an actor who could speak Portuguese properly? When Ash and Giggles meet Dolores, they drop three quick literary references. Giggles calls Liam Little Lord Fauntleroy, which refers to an old story about a boy who inherits wealth and power just like Liam inherits wealth and power. Ash says Liam's wealth makes King Midas look like Tom Canty. In The Prince and the Pauper by Mark Twain, Tom Canty is the pauper, meaning a poor person. And in Greek mythology, everything King Midas touches turns to gold. There are lots of references to Greek mythology in Westworld. In Season 2, an early name for the Westworld company was the Argos Initiative. In Greek mythology, Argos was a giant with a hundred watching eyes. And in that same episode, we learn that Westworld was designed to watch everyone. Akechida goes to the land of the dead to rescue his love, just like in the Greek myth of Orpheus. And James Delos and the hosts are stuck in endless futile loops like Sisyphus. That episode is called The Riddle of the Sphinx, which itself refers to an Oedipus myth about a sphinx's riddle. To learn more about Greek myths, check out *Mythos* by Stephen Fry. Fry retells the Greek myths and narrates the audiobook himself. You can get *Mythos*, or *Homodeus*, or *Little Lord Fauntleroy* for free right now by signing up for a trial with Audible. Members get an audiobook each month, and if you cancel, you keep the audiobooks. You can listen in your plane above the clouds while chaos reigns below. Sign up at audible.com/asx. Thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe. We're holding live streams right after each episode of Westworld Season 3 at 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time Sundays. Patreon supporters can watch live streams after their broadcast. Thanks to patrons Nathan Bowling, Joey Soha, Attilane Jokey, Emily Kay, Jabale, Jesse Jack, Erica Allen, and Laszlo Panaplex. Cheers.